back to the Act 2 podcast, a podcast for the real-life working screenwriter. I am Tasha Hugh. And I am Josh Hallman. Josh, happy freaking new year. Happy freaking new year, Tasha. I think, I really do think 2024 is going to be our year. <laughs> like we say that every year. <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you, I'm feeling really good about 2024. Yeah? Yeah. I like that. I like that energy. It, I feel like it has a good energy to it. I like even numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was talking to someone recently who actually, we were kind of saying how like since 2020, everyone's like, I can't wait for the new year. I can't wait for the new year. But there's something, and we've talked, we're going to get into this, but there's something I feel good about with 2024. Yeah. It'll be our year. This is a great, this is a great time of year. It's, yeah. Hope is just so tangible. It's like thick. It's in the air. You could cut it with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nuts how the new year really is a cleansing time of like your mind, body, and soul. And you can, it just, you can hit that reset button. Yeah. I love it. If you are here because you made a New Year's resolution to get more involved in the writing community or to take charge of your writing career, first off, I commend you. But also, thank you for joining us here at the Act Two podcast. Welcome. We are a network for everyday working screenwriters. Mm -hmm. This podcast is just one of the things we do to engage and to help our screenwriting community. I'm Tasha Hugh. I'm a feature and TV writer. Joshua. Jesus. Like well, I, I didn't know we were like a new <laughs> intro. I'm so thrown off here. We have to do it just in case there are new people. Oh, that's it's true. It's a new year. Well, I'm Josh Hallman. I'm a feature writer and recently wrote a pilot. <laughs> yeah. It's happening. 2024, the year Josh becomes a TV writer. <laughs> it's been yeah. a long time coming. Um, as a reminder, you can also join us on our Patreon at Act Two Writers. We've already dropped our first spec brainstorm episode where Josh and I are breaking our spec that was our goal from last year. Um, yes. On camera, <laughs> you can see what our process is, be a fly on the wall, as it were, of what it's like for us, at least, to break an idea from scratch. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast. There are going to be a lot of amazing things coming up with Act 2 in 2024. So subscribe, listen, so you don't miss out on any of those things. Mm -hmm. We're also still available on the DMs. You can write to us at Act 2 right I sound like a cool kid, right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, my God. Um, at actuwriters at gmail.com, all spelled out, or on our Instagram and Twitter and threads at actuwriters. You can find me there, too. I'm uh, Story Thursday on Instagram and Tasha 3.0 on Twitter. I love it. And threads. Oh, and threads. I'm Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram. And, yeah, if you're here in the new year, if your resolution was to listen to a new screenwriting podcast, then welcome. <laughs> we're, we're just welcome. We're happy to have you. Welcome. This is this is this is. I'm I'm so excited. And yes, it is a new year. It is a new I'm day. I'm stoked for this episode. It is always our favorite episode. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break out the vision board. I want to get into this week in writing quickly so that we can get into our actual episode. But I have these weeks in writing that I want to bring up before I forget that okay. I have been meaning to talk to you about. Oh God. Okay. So I saw Godzilla minus one in theaters. Yes. Josh. Yes. I cried three times, but the last time I cried in the movie, the third time, the third act, I guess I cried once per act. Wow. I was like sobbing. 
I was like, like my, like no my body way. was, yes, my body, like Paul had to like reach over and like hold my hand because he could tell that I was just like, like shaking in the chair because I was trying to prevent myself from just like all out, like, like cry sobbing, like loud. Like usually when you're in a theater and you cry, it's like you have a little tear and it's very silent and you just kind of wipe it. But this For was sure. like, I was going to sob and this movie took me on such a roller coaster of emotions. It was so fucking good. Wow. I just, it brought back to me what I love about cinema. And I have not felt that. Even like with Barbie and Oppenheimer, like those were fun movies. And they, you know, they made me happy that movies exist. But this was yeah. like, this inspired me to what? write movies again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I've got to tell you, I have no idea what Godzilla Minus One is about. I think that's great. Go see it without any knowledge. And and even and to, to kind of go off even more on this is I didn't even know it was out for. I mean, like I started to read about it. I was yeah. Like, Usually, I'm on top of movies that are coming out and what's new in the theater, and it, it caught me off guard. So everyone that I've talked to loves this movie, but you yeah. have just given it the best endorsement that I've heard. Please and go see it in theaters because it is a Godzilla movie. So seeing it with all that sound and that scope is yeah. does feel important. Okay, let me just can I chime in on one quick thing? Yeah. I saw Wonka over the holidays. Oh yeah. Loved it. I was you're making me go see it because I was like, <laughs> pass. Do you know it's a musical? Did you know that? I did. I had no idea. I mean idea. the trailer shows them dancing. No, that, that just a little bit of dancing. dancing. Yeah, this so is like, like yeah, a... this is musical musical. This is okay. like like whoa, you love musicals. I do love musicals, and so I was in. It's just to me, and I think I messaged you this. It was just a pure movie, and I love okay. movies that were just. It was just a feel good holiday movie. So if you have some time off and you have this week, it's the new year. Start yourself off with a little Godzilla minus one in Wonka. Can I great double feature, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) Can I? How is Chalamet? He was really good, I thought. Really? And I'm going to just keep going. I want more crazy, crazy stat. Yeah. I got it. I have to admit something. I'm going to do it because 2024, I'm going to admit it on this podcast. Yeah. It's two things, double part. I haven't seen the movie Dune. Have you seen Dune? I have. Okay. Paul worked on it. So I, yeah. You worked on Dune? Paul Paul worked on it on the marketing campaign. Oh, oh. did you write Dune and not tell me? <laughs> um. <laughs> Surprise! Okay, okay. The reason I bring this up is because I walked out of Wonka and I was like, have I seen a Timothy Chalamet movie before? Mm-hmm. And I think he's so famous that, and I've seen him in interviews and SNL, that I'm not sure. I know what movies he's in, but yeah. I haven't seen any of them until Wonka. How crazy is right. that? Yeah. I was yeah, I saw Dune and that's all that I've seen of him, but like I feel like I know him and he's yeah, yeah, this famous guy. Yeah. He feels like he's been in like 35 movies and he's been around yeah. in our lives forever. Yeah. Okay. Number 2. You said there were two things. Well, no, that I think that might be it. I did have a thought about well, actually this is a writing thought that I had about Wonka is that Chalamet's character is a little quirky mm-hmm. and it made me realize how being youthful you can get away with a lot. Like, I feel mm. like if his character was a little older, he'd come off as a little creepy and weird. But mm. when you're like that youthful, optimistic guy, you can get away with a lot. I don't, that might be a whole other conversation. But just I, I was thinking about it as a character, his character. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a very interesting thing. Anyway, okay. 
Okay. Do you have anything else? My second this week in writing, real quick, I saw Violent yeah. Night. Yes. Yes. The movie that Josh the podcast has changed. <laughs> Go. It was so good. It was just so, so good. Um, and like the 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 kills were unlike any kills I've ever seen in mm. an action movie. They were incredible. They were so original. Yeah. Is that because the mechanics of why the why Santa was killing in the like, whoa, I have a candy cane and oh I have yes, lights. It was like, the Christmas the Christmas theme. Yes. They definitely worked it into the movie and not in cheesy ways, I didn't think. Like one guy I don't want to spoil it for anyone. There are ornaments involved in the death of one guy and it is very organic to the scene. Like in the fight, the tree falls down and it just happens to like be there. It's not like he goes for Christmas ornaments and just starts like throwing them at someone. Uh, It's just, it's really, it's really well done as a Christmas rated R action movie. And then he's not too cheesy. And of course, like the acting really helps. He's just such a good actor. So when he delivers these sort of cheesy Christmas one-liners, you're like, okay. (laughs) You're you're like, that's fine. (laughs) Um, But then like you, you, like you said, when you were pitching this movie to me in the Christmas uh, episode that we had, there's heart to it, right? Like he's, he does care about children and good children and so like that carries you through the movie and he also loves his wife and so like Mm -hmm. that's also a part of what makes him feel special or human like it grounds it for me a lot um even though everything around it kind of is ridiculous he he helps ground it through those those things and then the home alone nods were Mm -hmm. incredible It's a great movie. It's a, it's a really clever, clever movie. Uh, highly recommend. Yes. Okay. Is it time? Okay. It's time. Let's get into our favorite episode. What are we talking about, Josh? Freaking goals. It is the new year. And Tasha and I like to talk about our goals for the year. Kind of how we tackle them. We're not like, we're not going to say how to do one thing or another. It's just our way of maybe how we approach certain things, hold ourselves accountable, and uh, what we want to accomplish in the new year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Start, please start it off for us, Tasha. Well, I'm going to start by saying that I listened to our last year's goal episode just oh, to geez. see what our goals were. I was afraid. And I'd like to remind you oh. what your goals are. Oh. <laughs> okay. I actually think you probably did pretty well. So your goals okay. were write three specs, okay. one with me, one you said mm. you had outlined, and then you okay. said you had an idea for another one. How many specs did you write in 2023? I wrote two. Fuck yes. Including yeah. your pilot. Oh, yeah. Including the pilot. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell okay. yeah. And then you and I started and the we third started one. It. So yeah, 2. we started 5. breaking it. Hell yeah. yeah. That's pretty okay. good. Um, then you said you wanted to go on specific meetings with specific companies. You want to hear something? Huh. I... I because I write down my goals and I hit 50% of those. And two of the meetings that I was supposed to go on with those specific companies got canceled during the strike. Uh huh. And yeah. I never rescheduled. Yeah. So that's a, that moves to 2024. Yeah. 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 That's going to tie into some things I had today. Yeah. And then the last one was reading one new script per month. Failed big time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any schedule of reading last year? You know, I did. I I was reading 
I didn't finish, like there were certain scripts I would start to read and I just wouldn't finish them, but I wasn't as active as the one per month. Oh, maybe I, I actually might've hit that if you count a couple, if you're reading like three in a month or something right. like that. Like you did read 12 over the course of the year, just maybe not once per month. Oh, I definitely read 12 scripts. That's impressive. You know what? I did it. You did it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, okay. it's much better than me. Uh, so my list was start the Patreon for Act 2, which we did. Congratulations did to it. us. We hit that. Watch a new movie or pilot every month. Did not do this. Mm. Become an expert in survival techniques was oh, one of my right. goals. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that one. <laughs> uh, for context, for those of you who did not listen to our 2023 goals episode, I wanted to become an expert in something <laughs> like just to read up on stuff for a writing purpose, right? Like, like become an expert on espionage, read all the books I could on espionage, whatever. And so I wasn't doing that in 2022. So in 2023, I said, I'm going to focus on just one thing. And I chose survival techniques because AI was becoming a thing. Yeah. And um, I, I, I wanted to be prepared for, for the end of the world. Um, I did not do this. But I'm kicking this to uh, this coming year. We'll talk about it. Um, finish my short story was a goal I had last year. And then I took it to group and you guys fucked it up. And so no, what? <laughs> you gave me so many notes and I realized I wasn't done. So this year is now like take it. It's finished. I think it's finished. I don't want to go in and revise it. I even talked to my manager last night about this. She's like, I don't want you to waste your time revising it. It gets good as it is. It's just whether or not people will want to buy it at this point. So my goal this year is to take it out and then pitch a book that I love was something that I had for 2023. I never got to this write a studio movie. I didn't get to writing a new studio movie because guess what? The town was closed for six months. Yeah. Try to get an overall deal. Write a spec with Josh, which we are doing. We just didn't finish. And then my last one was finish my death spell spec, which I did not touch at all last year. So okay. those are my goals. I didn't hit as many as Josh did. <laughs> I think all. I kept. Listen, <laughs> I feel like we're leaving out a really big, a big elephant in the room is that you were show running and that is a lot of work. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's going to be that when we get into sort of how, how to actually tackle your goals. Yeah. Is, that has been on my mind a lot because just because you show run, I don't think means you can't make progress on your other goals. So I'm trying to figure out that balance and we'll get into sort of what, what I think Listen. I can do about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's just all to say you had a, you had like a really big plate of food. Yeah. And yeah. then, so we just kept throwing more food on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it felt. That's a good holiday yeah. metaphor. Oh, I love food on the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, give it to me. What are your 2024 screenwriting goals? You know, I don't like to go first on these because I know yours are going to be so much more outlined. So <laughs> here's one. Okay. <laughs> You're going to love this one. You ready, Tasha? Yeah. I'm going to write a short story. Yes. Are I you? have no idea what it's about. Oh my gosh. I, I'm not even sure if I've written a, sh uh, I've written like the shortest of short stories you could possibly imagine years and years ago. Like a page, like a couple pages. 
yeah, like five pages. Just Amazing. and they were like they were like from first person perspective. Like okay. never me. But so anyway, I'm gonna write a short story. I love this plan. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna hate this one. Oh. I'm gonna slightly embrace AI. Joshua. <laughs> 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 I'm just uh, listen as a goal like it's a goal now for 2024 I think I think I've had a little bit of a aversion to it and I think I just don't want to be too naive to AI I like you know how remember when you're a child and then your parents would be like connect the TV into this like you know, put the DVD player into the TV. How do you do this? And you just do it in like five seconds. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be us and AI. And I'm going to be like, I need, I don't understand AI. And then some kid's going to come by and just fucking use it real quickly. My point is, yeah. is that I'm just going to be open-minded. I'm not saying I'm embracing it completely. I'm just going to be okay. open-minded to it and see how it could be used as a tool that can assist me in world domination as opposed to getting taken over by AI. Okay. Oh, that was a rough one. Okay. <laughs> Brought down the mood. <laughs> uh, um, finish two specs. Two. Okay. Yeah. Is one ours? Yeah, definitely. Okay. You know what? Finish three specs. Yeah. Okay. And, and one, there might there might be a, a double overlap there with you. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Don't know. Okay. And then um, I'm gonna take my pilot out. Yes. And then there's a couple meetings that I have, which you know I don't like to get too specific on who I want to meet because he likes to I, remain I just, mysterious. I just like to remain serious. But those that's why going back to what you had said is uh, uh, like those meetings, I, there's just people you want to meet. That's all. There's just certain yeah. companies that I just freaking love. For instance, like the company that did Violent Night. I don't think I've met with them before. I want to meet with them. I, I love think Violet that's Knight. a super good plan. And by the way, that's the way to do it is what are the movies you loved this year and then hunt down who made them and go meet yeah. with them. So that's on the surface goals. That's it. That's just me. Those are the things that I think I can accomplish in the screenwriting realm. Okay. The, this, the spec thing is a bit ambitious. I'm not going to lie. It's that ambitious, like, but you accomplished it last year pretty much. You know, when I bumped it up to three is because I was like, oh, well, if we're Tasha, we're flowing. We've, we've yeah. got like a flow going on something. And yeah. I know that's not as daunting as sitting by yourself and um, yeah, trying to write a spec. So that's, sure. that's why I went there. And then at the end of this, I want to, there's a couple act two goals, but I'm not going to okay. get into those right now because I want to, okay. I want to hear about some of your goals, Tasha. Okay. Um, those are really good goals. Really? How do yeah. we feel? Got like, check like on them. them. Yeah. Okay. I think it's super accomplishable. Okay. Um, okay. I want to write another movie. I miss writing movies. So one of my goals is to endeavor to get a job writing a movie. Yes. I put write a studio movie on. It was a goal I had last year. And uh, I achieved it. But then it inspired me to do it again because it was like so... It's such a huge career thing to mm -hmm. do a studio movie successfully where and I, what I consider success is not that the movie gets made. <laughs> what I consider success is that the executives liked it, which means that they want you in their family. They, they want to meet with you. They want to bring you other projects. They want to hear what you have to say. So now you have a whole studio that is now sort of open to you and it wasn't before. 
as as a place to potentially get work and and to meet new people and all of that so like that to me is is the only success that i could hope for <laughs> i i just want to chime in because i actually that's a really great point and i don't think we've even ever talked about that maybe we have at some point but i love that point because i a lot of times if you are a writer and you sit down and let's say you're meeting with a manager, that manager or an agent, they'll ask like, who's a fan of yours? Mm-hmm. And, and you get like fans, you, quote unquote, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get people yeah, yeah. who like your writing and will respond to you and will meet with you and call you in on pitches and stuff like that. So uh, I just think that's a really important point to make that a big achievement really is just turning in something great that people are like, yeah, I like this person and I want to work with them again. We're going to keep this person in mind. So they'll, we'll come back to them. Great yeah. point. Yeah. That's, that's success in my book for sure. <laughs> See more movies is a goal. I really do want to try and hit this year. Yeah. Um, my, one of my goal buddies, cause Josh is also a goal buddy. So one of my other goal buddies, Steve okay. Desmond, right. I was like, he, we were talking about this as a goal of his and he's like, oh, I don't really watch very many, like one, one a week. I was like, one a week. I don't even think I get to that because I I very much got into this pattern of being so busy that when you do have time to where you would normally plug in a TV show or a movie, I wanted to shut my brain off completely because watching a movie and watching a TV show can be considered work. It can feel like work Mm -hmm. because you're analyzing it and breaking it down and all of that stuff. Um, So I would either like choose video games or I wouldn't even have time to play a video game. I would just have to lay in bed and we watched, we started watching uh, Pokemon <laughs> as we go to bed. Um, it's the first time I've ever seen the show and it's super fun. So like, it's like stuff like that, that I, that yeah. I watch. So I, I, I need, I need to see more movies. And I think Godzilla minus one is really what made me realize I have to stop fucking around and actually watch the things that I'm hoping to make. So yes, yeah, see more movies. Is definitely a goal. Um, one a week, and that's and that's from an inspiration point of view or, or a mechanical point of view to see how things are done. It's both mm-hmm. because you have to. I think you have to continually inspire yourself to get excited about what we're doing again, right. rather than it feeling like a chore. But then the second piece is seeing what's working, and that will always inspire you to find a new way to find what's working, like watching movies and television shows generates ideas and it's not necessarily like I'm going to steal that scene or I'm going to steal that piece of dialogue or that relationship. It's not like that, but like it gets your mind activated. Yeah. And I, I found this last year, my mind wasn't activated a lot and I wasn't thinking about new crazy cool things. It was just working on the shows that I was working on. Um, so I want to be inspired again. Uh, a big goal is I want to try to get an overall deal. I'm copy pasting that from 2023. Didn't happen for sure because of the strike. Um, but also uh, finish a spec, take it to market is a big goal of mine this year. And that's probably going to be Josh and I spec and I'm here for it. I want to rewrite Black Bell, which is like my very first spec. I started writing it in college and I have new ideas. I've become a better writer since I wrote that. So I'd like to get back into it because I really love it and I was never able to sell it. And then yeah. the last one is read more books for the same reason I want to see more movies. I love these goals. And they all sound yeah. very, very attainable. Yeah? Absolutely. <sighs> okay. Well, we're going to now talk about how we achieve these goals. 
I love this. I, I, I think, do you, do you want to meet anybody? Are you in, uh, like, whether it be a director, uh, a musician, anyone like that, like in the, in the. Oh, interesting. There is a director that I want to meet actively right now. And I'm hoping to do that soon. Um, this is Jane Wu who did Blue Eye Samurai because mm. it blew my mind. And then her story was incredible. There was a, it was a Vanity Fair article or something. Um, but yeah, she, yes. So I, when I meet with my agents and reps uh, and, and manager, this list becomes very specific. Yeah. And um, I don't know. There's no one like in my head who I'm like, this is the end all to be all. I really absolutely need to meet with these people. There are so many people that I love that like this list is fairly large. Uh, so we just kind of go through the list as best we can this year and try to meet as many of these people on the list as we can. And we'll, we'll get into what that, that looks like too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess so. There we There's a list, there's an email going back and forth between my agents and manager and myself that is a, an ongoing list of people to meet at various places. So yes, that's definitely a part of it. Yeah, let's get into it. That, okay, that, I feel that's a perfect segue. So achieving goals—it's very—it's very different, I think, to just say here are my goals. So we could end the podcast there, but I don't think that's very practical or helpful to either of us. No. Um, so we're clearly not perfect. We didn't accomplish all of our goals from last year, but I think this method that we have of breaking down our bigger goals into smaller goals does help. So, like I noticed, for example. Yes, one of Josh's goals, one of my goals is to meet at certain production companies. But notice that his goal was not make a movie with bad robot, which is a great goal. But that's like <laughs> that's sort nice. of a goal you hold in your head, right? It's right. not like my goal this year is to make a movie with bad robot because that is so far out of his control that like why even bother having that? It's a, it's a goal you keep in your head, but it's for not sure. one you write down for 2024, right? Of so. Course. Because you, you can't just write a spec, walk into Bad Robot and be like, make this. <laughs> it's just not in your control. So first, you have to make relationships at Bad Robot. And that's that's your goal, right? Like meet at Bad Robot, make relationships there. They have to like him in those meetings. They have to want to work with him. They have to get to a point where they say, hey, Josh, send us your script when it's ready. Or they think of you now for an open writing assignment that comes up because they loved whatever conversation you guys had. Yeah. Then now that Josh has this relationship, he has to write a spec script that Bad Robot would like, something that's in their wheelhouse. That's something that he can control, right? So then he can set a goal of, I'm going to meet at Bad Robot, and then I'm going to write a spec for Bad Robot. But everything after that is beyond your control. So that when we talk about how to achieve goals, the language you use around your goal setting, I think, does become important. Totally. It's And in... Also very important, like you were saying, is there really is so much out of our control in the entertainment world. Uh, last year is a perfect example. Oh, hey, the strike came and hit, and there was an actor strike, and there was streaming issues, and there's money issues, and there's, you know, so like, you know, as the entertainment world is in flux, a lot of things won't materialize because people are dealing with their own stuff and their own shit and their own issues, so... I'm just emphasizing the point that yes, it's it's more of the attainable, like what can I control type screenwriting goals that I think are really important. Yeah. Action steps. Action steps. Wow. Kind of like... What we like to call them, right? And what are yeah. action steps? Action steps are these small, tiny steps that you do on your way to your big goal of making a movie with Bad Robot, right? I love it. I love Bad You know I love this. Is just I the love Bad Robot. Yeah, this is They're definitely on my system. list. <laughs> 
Of course. Yeah, they better be. (laughs) And they're doing animation too, which is exciting. Oh, well, you know what? Manifesting Bad Robot into 2024. Yes, we will be there. Okay, so what is an actionable step that we can control on this way of writing a movie? Let's just take that as the goal that we're working towards. Well, I can work with my manager and my agents to make sure I get meetings at production companies, at studios that are actively making not only movies, but the movies that I want to be making, the the stuff Mm -hmm. that I like to write, which is genre stuff. For Josh, it's action, adventure stuff. Um, and I can prepare for those meetings. That's an actionable step I can do. So if my agent does set me up on a meeting, I can do my homework and know who these executives are that I'm meeting with. What have they worked on? What properties does the company have that I might like that I should ask them about? And these are questions I can ask my agents as well as doing kind of just an overall Google search, IMDB search. And then if there's a writing assignment that does come up, I can just do my very best, of course, to develop a take on that pitch. These are all things within my control. These are all the actionable steps that we're kind of talking about. So I think let's take one of our big goals and sort of break them down in real time to see what that means practically. So if I say I want to write a studio movie, I have to then tell my agents to set me up with more meetings at studios so I can meet studio executives. The more studio executives that I build a relationship with, the more opportunities I start to have as properties come up, as the as incoming calls come in about, hey, we have this open writing assignment. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the more <laughs> open doors there are when I finish a spec, now I have a place for that spec to go. So action step one for me in writing a studio movie would be work with my agents to set up meetings at studios. And I feel like you could even break that into smaller action steps if you want to. Like, yes, ask for a meeting with your reps. I like to do this at the beginning of every year. So we're all on the same page about what the goals are for the coming year, Mm -hmm. what they should be doing, but also what I should be doing. And at that meeting, an actionable step is I'm going to bring in a list of five to 10 producers who have studio deals or uh, studio executives themselves that I want to meet in 2024. Now, at that meeting, I may say, hey, I want a meeting with Bad Robot. And it's possible that your reps will tell you, well, Tasha, all you write are rom-coms and Bad Robot is really in the business of genre. (laughs) So if you want to meet a Bad Robot, you're going to have to write a genre sample or take one that you've already written and and get it to a place where we feel comfortable sending it to them as a representation of who you are. So now that becomes your new action step is get my sample ready for Bad Robot. These are all things that are practical, right? That's what we want to do is break it down to the practical level. And I want to talk for a second about like that start of your meeting that you should have with your reps and how that could look. Because I think in that meeting, you tell them what you want for your career, not just this year in 2024, but like five years from now. You have to continually have these conversations because part of career building is starting the foundation early and building over the course of years to get to the place you want to be, right? So- you know, can I just chime in real quick? Yeah, please. I think I think this conversation is actually hard for a lot of people to have with their reps. I think sometimes people will just be a little reluctant to just kind of voice voice their opinion or not their because opinion. Because it can be um, vulnerable and embarrassing. I, I think so. Yeah. I th- I've, I mean, listen, I'm there's certain things I'll say to Jay Z. That I know are, I'll be like, hey man, I want to make a movie with Bad Robot. He'll be like, okay, but that's only be. I wouldn't have said that to him a few years ago. Right. I now, uh, you know, only because I have a relationship 
with him and he's he's up close with him but i understand there's certain things and there's vulnerabilities and so that can be hard that's all i'm saying is it, i think it can be difficult but you just it is important to kind of take a you know what's interesting is i totally feel that and have definitely been that way for many years with my reps but i heard a perspective from a rep once and they were talking about how they were so impressed with a writer because oh. he came in with very big goals. Now, I think part of that narrative is also that if you come in and let's say you've not done anything or you've only developed a few things, nothing has been produced or wherever you are in your career. So you feel like maybe saying, hey, I want to write a movie for Bad Robot or I want an overall deal or I want a studio movie feels like so big and ridiculous for you now. That's okay because you're saying I want to get to that point and mm -hmm. your job as a writer is to hear your reps when they say, okay, you're not there yet, but here's the actionable steps, right? Here's the things you can do to get there. And that's what the meeting is about. It's yeah. not like you're not saying, hey, I've never done anything. I've never gotten a movie produced or anything like that, but I want an overall deal this year. That's unrealistic. You also have to bring the realism, right? But there are things that you and your reps can do for all of 2024 that builds you to that point where you can get an overall deal. It moves you closer to that uh, goal. And yeah. so I think it works both ways. Like you have to be ready to hear the feedback and the things that you're required to do. And they need to be open to hearing that this person, this sort of young writer, has these huge goals, which, by the way, should excite them because they want a writer who has huge overall deals, who writes studio movies. That makes them more money, right? Yeah. So if, if you had small goals, that's kind of ridiculous. That, that defeats everyone's purpose. So I, I get it. It's really hard. But I would challenge you to do the thing that's scary and just try it. And I agree. You, you can preface it with like, look, I know that there's a long way to go. And I know I have a lot of work to put into it before I get here, but these are my goals that I ultimately want. And yeah, say you want the overall deal. Say you want to write and produce. You want to write more movies, whatever it is. And you can also get more specific. Like I want to go out on more pitches for open writing assignments, guys. I want to have um, at least two meetings a month with, with executives and producers. Like just start practical and you can build to that, that big, that big goal. Yeah. I love that. I love it too. And you may get responses from your reps that you don't like, and that has certainly happened. They may say, okay, like I, like I mentioned with bad robot, if you only write rom-coms and they write and they produce genre stuff, you're going to have to write something new. I definitely got that a lot. Uh, when it came to TV, I, one of my goals every year was always like, I want to work in TV. And their response was, you need a better TV sample. And I just never could find the time to write one or the, the right idea. And so I never had the right sample for a long time. And so this kept being my goal. And they kept saying, well, you need to write a, a sample. So yeah. if that's what it is, you, your goal for the year now, if you want to be a TV writer, is not, hey, I want to be a TV, TV writer. It's write a killer sample so that you can get those meetings. And when you leave that meeting... Both you and your reps should have clear action steps for what you need to be doing next. If for you, it's writing a better sample, that's your new goal. If for your reps, it's setting you up on meetings, they better have that list and they better be going through it. And you should be checking up on them to make sure you're getting those meetings on that list. Um, so these meetings are super key because it allows you both to 
get on the same page and really create these action steps for yourself to achieve the big goals. It's beautiful, Tasha. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm feeling pumped up. I'm just thinking I'm right now. I'm pumped up too. I love fucking goals. I love lists. <laughs> this, is like, yeah. this is where I shine. <laughs> lists. <laughs> we talked about this last year, but it bears repeating. Like for you and I, Josh, one of our goals is to write a spec together. And yeah. I feel like it's kind of crippling to just say, hey, we're going to write a spec this year. Because that feels so... <laughs> unattainable. It feels so hard. It's so big. It's like, well, when? What's our deadline? So I have found that breaking up this bigger goal of, hey, I want to write a spec in 2024 with Josh, breaking it up into these smaller, again, actionable steps has really helped me. So first goal would be set a schedule of meetings with Josh mm -hmm. to break our story, which I think is something we should do in the new year is to set like sort of a regular schedule so that we can finish our spec by a reasonable time and <laughs> not do this yeah. for infinity. And then the second goal would be write my half of the outline. The third goal is get feedback on the outline from our writers group, from our managers, and then address those notes. The fourth goal, write my half of the script. Fifth goal, get feedback on that script, address those notes. The sixth goal is send that finished script finally to our agents, get their final feedback, address their final notes. And then that last goal would be take this revised, polished, finished script to market and try to sell it. And that's it. We can't guarantee it's going to sell. So just try to sell it. Do what we can to try to sell it is our last goal. So yeah. now our goal of finishing our spec together in 2024 has actually been broken down into seven goals, seven actionable steps that now are less scary because I can sit here and set a schedule of meetings with you. That's not scary. And now once that's done, we're freaking on our way to breaking and finishing this story. So we're already there. We're already setting yeah. ourselves up for success. So I now know what I have to do from week to week. And that's super helpful to me. Yeah. And the, the idea of just having to get something done, holding yourself accountable and just being like, okay, Tasha, we need to, we need to crack this by this point. This is ridiculous. It's, it's very helpful. I've been in a position before. Um, I was my buddy Kai and I, we were writing something and we could just never crack this story. And it was like, we were just sitting down talking. It's like took forever. And we still never wrote the freaking story. And it's like this amazing kind of general idea and it is we just amazing, actually. Yeah, I remember that one. Well, I liked it. I'm, I'm it's not to call an idea amazing, but uh, it was it was something that we both got excited about. My point is is locking in those goals and just being like, we got to hit this. We have to finish this, and that's the only way because the only that's what you can control. If not, it's so easy to get caught in that hamster wheel of writing and yeah. never really accomplishing shit. And then you get to the end of the year and you're like, wow, I didn't even finish my my script. Can nothing. I ask you a question? Because if we're talking about our first actionable step is to schedule regular sessions for us to break our story so yeah. we actually get it done. Where did it falter for your project with Kai? Okay, well, process? yeah, this is going to be a, this is a hard one. Um, no, no, where it faltered with he and I were we just, well, f oh, th th there's one other element to this is Kaiser director is a mm -hmm. brilliant director and we were going to make the movie ourselves. And that was still, and is always the goal. And this idea dealt with things that was kind of creating a larger budget. It's not some big action thing, but there was like a CGI element to it. Um, and so it was like, well, how can we do this in a practical way? That's not going to inflate a budget. Where can we shoot this? How can we do this? So we just kept getting held up by these constraints that we kind of put on ourselves, we went down the road of let's just write this. Let's just write this and see what happens. But that's all like 
you know, we, it was, we just couldn't land on, we couldn't agree and just move forward. It was always mm-hmm. someone would come in with an idea, which was a good idea, but it would always take the story in a different direction. And there was a number of reasons. So just sometimes creatively things don't line up. Yes. So it sounds like you guys were meeting regularly and doing the things you needed to do to get the movie moving forward or the script getting written, but just yeah. creatively. Yeah, that happens. We just couldn't get there. And to act, to be honest with you, just two days ago, I sent a screen grab to Kai of something that I saw that was in reference to our idea. And it's always, I feel like this is something one day we will write. Yeah. But when, when that day is, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Cause it's kind of always in your brain. It is. Yeah. Kai. Okay. This is something I wanted to talk about because this is very on the fly for me. Um, tracking our goals. Like, let's kind of talk about that for a second. Josh, do you have a way that you track your goals? Well, here's what I do. In my notes, I pin my note my goals on the top of my notes, and I'll be like 2024 20, goals on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then I put it in a little checklist, a little checkbox, and I periodically look at it and do like, you know, beat myself up when I'm not hitting a bunch of them. And I'm like, uh-huh. you fucking suck. <laughs> and then feel really good when you click the one that you're like, okay, I can move on from this. Great. Yeah. So that's how I track mine. I, I, that's just what works for me. I know that you have a much better detailed like spreadsheet I think it's probably for everyone. Everyone's brain is super different. Yeah. Well, so yes, I have a spreadsheet, which I talked at length about on our last new year's goals episode mm-hmm. in 2023. And I found this year that it doesn't work for me. So I- Whoa, I, what uh-huh. a development. I'm so excited. I know, I know. Um, so yes, I use I typically use a spreadsheet that I share with my goal buddy. And because I'm me, it's color coordinated. It's all the things. I have different sections that do different things. But the main one is like the January goals or the February goals, et cetera. And I keep yeah. a list of things that I want to do that month. And these are the smaller kind of action steps that we're talking about. Then I put a checkbox column next to it and I check it off. But I'm finding it's not working for me. Like I don't go into this document until I have my goal buddy meeting every month, which means I'm not actively looking at these goals. I'm not actively working on them. It's yeah. just a list of things that are out of sight and out of mind. So I need something new and I don't know what it is. I have an idea. Here's what we need. Yeah. I think this is what I think would work for maybe both of us. And I don't think anyone, if anyone knows about this, you have to let Tasha and I know. This is personally what would be great for me. A program that's not reminders, that's not notes, some program that exists, that pops up on at your leisure, you choose. I want every week, every month. It lays out your goals. It shows, and then you can mark off what you've done. And then if it's like, have you accomplished this in this time period? Yes or no? Yes, great. The goal's done. No, Amazing. why not? Then you write down why not. And then you kind of, it's like something to hold yourself accountable, but always existing on the screen of your computer or phone. Yeah. But that just freaking pops up. And again, not reminders. I don't, it's just, I need separation. I need like a goal app. I love that. I'm going to Google goal app after this. <laughs> For See sure. if there is anything that could be helpful. The Act 2 goal app? Act 2 oh, goal God. app coming, coming 2024. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so. Okay, this is what I've literally just this morning thought, like, maybe I should try this this year. Tell me what you think. Because I think my problem comes down to scheduling. Because my biggest hurdle this year, as you said, was that I was just so 
busy. I was running Tomb Raider, Mighty Nine, also trying to get a third job because I'm constantly terrified that I'm never going to have work again. So I'm always trying to get another job while also being newly married, having a new puppy. It's just a lot. So Didn't you move into your house this year? And moved into a house. So like- Or last year, excuse me. At the end of last year, well, middle of last year. So it's still very new. We're still dealing with a lot of new house things. So sometimes it would mean that I literally did not have time to do anything except like work and eat at my desk. But oftentimes it also meant that there were days where like I did have free time between meetings that I wasted. Because when you're so busy and then suddenly you have nothing to do for a few hours, you haven't planned for that. So you have no idea what to do with your time. But I think if I was better prepared and like had a stronger schedule, a stronger to-do list, when those blocks of nothing happened, I would know exactly what to do and I would make progress on these other goals that we're talking about. So for me, it started with, I have a lunch set up with my manager for this coming Friday. We're going to go through all of the projects that I am working on, including stuff that I'm pitching on, like stuff that I want to get, including books that I'm reading to try to see if I want to purchase the option right for those purchase for free um the option rights to those books or comic books or whatever that i'm chasing so it includes everything that i'm thinking about includes our spec josh you and i so i'm gonna sit together with her for lunch with my google calendar open on my laptop and we're gonna schedule out when i'm going to be working on all of these things right down i think what would help me anyways is down to blocking out blocks of time so it's not just this week I'm going to be writing X, Y, and Z, which is what I've mm-hmm. done before with her and has been itself very helpful. Um, but knowing my needs, I feel like I have to go a little deeper, which is not only will I be working on X, Y, Z this week, and I will put that in the calendar, but also this block of time, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., I am working on my spec or I am reading this book. And mm-hmm. that is now a meeting in my calendar that I cannot move or schedule anything in that space. And do that for whatever your life schedule is, right? If it's 9 p.m. Yeah. to 11 p.m., if it's 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., whatever your needs are, you can block these times out. And I think I'm going to do that, just schedule out for myself what I'm going to be doing the next three months. Yeah. And of course, things will change, right? We have unexpected meetings or family visits or traffic takes too long and it eats into our meeting block, whatever it is. But I think having this really strong foundation of actionable steps that I have to do every day, this calendar thing, I think, will literally tell me what I have to do in every hour. And I think it's going to be extremely helpful to me. It is essentially the David H. Steinberg method that we, we talk so much about on this podcast. So I, I'm going to try it. Do you think it's too much? What do you think? Be honest. I think it's, I think you can, for me, I think it's like, okay, let's plan out the next two weeks of, of course there's like meetings that can't be moved that you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. But let's plan out the next four weeks even like, here's what my month looks like. And then kind of reevaluate to how'd that go? I think that's what's important rather than just being like, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday from five to seven, this is what I'm going to do because sometimes- Again, yeah, your calendar is totally bonkers. Just, yeah. Yeah, you just get burnt out. It does have to be like almost a week by week basis. Yeah, maybe it makes more sense to do month to month. But oh, I love we'll it. See how, how it feels. Yeah. Put it in. I'll keep you guys posted, see if it works. Okay, I think I want to finish off with talking about goal buddies. First, I want to ask can we restart our goal buddies with you and Dave? I'll have to talk to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you back? I want to be back. I want to come back. <laughs> Why don't we start ease into it? Well, yeah, it's it's really up to you when you want to come back to date with David. I, I want to come back January. Okay. Wow. How okay. often do you guys meet? Well, you know, our 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 good friend Dave did have a, a child at some point. Uh-huh. over the year and so that kind of bumped but we would meet i mean we were meeting in person we did zooms uh we were texting and stuff like that and during uh during the baby time and stuff I, yeah we stay on top of it okay well if you'll have me yeah 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 yeah. you just let we, me know you, welcome back i'm making the dave will be more than happy to have you back you're back okay okay we'll schedule time all right um, if you're confused about what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> what is the goal, buddy? Why does it work? So in Act 2, we've not created the concept of a goal buddy, but we have goal buddy meetings every January to yeah. connect writers within Act 2. You can all do this yourself if you're not in Act 2. If you're in the Act 2 community, this is all something you can do. Um, or you, we, we pair two people together who are now goal buddies for the year. And that means that's a person you sit down with either over Zoom or in person or on the phone or whatever you have available to you. And you say all the things that we talked about today, right? Here's my goals. How do we break them up into actionable steps? And then you check in with each other and you can check in with each other as much as you need. So I think once a month is the absolute minimum you should do, but Mm -hmm. you can meet every week if that's something that's helpful to you all or every other week. And you just sit down and basically what we do is be like, okay, I remember your goals from last time. Maybe we have a list that we share to each other every time we meet. And did you accomplish this goal? Oh, you didn't accomplish this goal. Well, what were the obstacles that you felt in not being able to accomplish it? Okay, well, how do we mitigate those hurdles? Or, mm-hmm. you know what, there's nothing you can do. You had a baby. Like, I get it. So, um, but if you still want to be working on this goal, how can we work within your new schedule to accomplish this goal? So that's what the goal buddy is there for, is to just be a sounding board, to help you stay accountable, to also be a sort of practical problem solver for you to look into your schedule and be like, okay, well, you can do this. Like I've talked about on the podcast, how Steve Desmond has helped me be like, if you want to finish your short story, Tasha, set a time. Like how many hours will it take you to finish your short story? And then I have to say, okay, I think it'll take me about eight hours to finish it. Okay. Break it up into four hour blocks. Do it this day and this day. How about that? Great. And my short story got done. So I, this is what the goal buddy is for. It works. It's amazing. We love it. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And I do have to just say, because I feel actually bad as a father, I wasn't saying like there's some like big (laughs) bump in the road on, on, I, I I was just saying, I use that as an example. I, I, I just, I didn't exactly I wasn't expecting to talk to Dave. I wasn't messaging him about, and we did talk about stuff, but I wasn't like, hey man, goal buddy meeting this week. <laughs> like, you know, I just, that that was the really wrong of me to say. <laughs> he had a kid, it messed up everything. <laughs> that wasn't it. We weren't even in a consistent thing. It's me. I, if there's anyone who's the worst on scheduling, it's me. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you find a goal buddy? If you are in Act 2, go to our Goal Buddies meeting that we have in January. If you are not in Act 2 and you have any kind of writing community, if you have friends who are writers or you just have friends who are goal-oriented, 
you can work on their, they can be in a different industry and you can help them with their goals as well, because it's not about necessarily like, how do you write something? Although that can be part of our conversation as goal buddies, we can brainstorm ideas and problems that we have with scripts, but it's, it's about keeping you on track for things. So if they're in, I don't know, what's another job that exists? <laughs> in the world? <laughs> like anything? <laughs> if they're a teacher, okay? You can help them with their goals as a teacher and they can help you. It's just about goal setting and meeting them. So find a goal buddy, find a partner that that is goal oriented as well, or wants to become goal oriented. And you can start this, this habit. If you are on our Patreon, we have an act to community chat room that is just full of all the other writers who are in our Patreon and who are actively writing for a living or trying to, these are great people that you can connect with and ask if you, they want to be a goal buddy for you. Also, when we have these act to public events, during the year, come to those because we can certainly help find gold buddies at these meetings as well. If that's of interest to you and you can sit with someone and say like, Hey, do you have a gold buddy? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're in act two, you should know what a, what a gold buddy is. Um, these are all ways to find gold buddies and they are super helpful. I love them. <laughs> I collect them, I guess. I have Steve Desmond. I have Josh and Dave. Well, hopefully I do. <laughs> it hurts, man. It hurts. Listen, you all, you, you can... You can come and go as you please. We I don't want to. I want to be never. consistent. I love you guys. I miss you. It's freaking Steve Desmond. <laughs> it's like it's like that relationship, you know. You just you just like he's just I just can't just... quit Steve Desmond. <laughs> His goals are so great. <laughs> can't quit you. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, though. I'm excited. That's it. That's all I got for for 2024. I'm I'm super stoked. I think it's going to be a big year for us. I think so too. We're going to be in such a different place by this time next year. You know, I, I once heard something. Us. I can't wait. You know, that's a great way to put it. I once heard something that it was like, just make sure you're in a different place at the end of the mm. year, and that always stuck with me. Um, yeah, and I really like it. Yeah, progress, not perfection. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, quote of the day. I'm stealing this from last year's goals because it's just so apropos for right now. I think that you have to believe in your destiny, that you will succeed. You will meet a lot of rejection, and it is not always a straight path. There will be detours. So enjoy the view. Michael York. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Follow us at Act Two Writers for more awesome writing stuff. You can follow me, Tasha, at Story Thursday on Instagram or on Twitter at Tasha3.0. I'm Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram. And as always, the Act 2 podcast is a production of Act 2, a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter. This episode was edited by Paul Lundquist. <laughs> <laughs>